Hi. We thought we would give those of you who are participating the opportunity to enhance your personal and emotional experience. We gave you a bit of a riddle, a visual diagram of symbols designed to give you the opportunity to consider what the symbolic message is really about. And you're not expected to know all of those, but we've talked about them at one time or another. This is really a visual display of the soul's progress. And the instrumentality that we're applying in this happens to be the protocol. And it also leads into ultimately the experience of postures. So this is a progression. We'd like to go through the meaning of this one part at a time so you can see the underlying logic and purpose and why we use each one of these diagrams. So you can see that each one has slightly different experiences. One down here is lower side. This is the normal existence of a human being. And this series of lines around them is essentially their spirit body or mind. This is like a shell around an egg. This is where most people, all of us, are all the time, but we're in varying degrees of progress. So this progress leads to certain greater and greater outcomes. We'd like you to get the details of this so that you can consider um, a deeper emotional involvement for why you are engaged in an experiment like this. And I'm always asking you to Challenge your understanding, challenge me with the clarity of it. What's the logic of it? Does it make sense? Does it feel right? Does your conscience more or less lead you to do it or not to do it? And then what are the influences when people stay in a restricted space or they stop making progress? What's the underlying dynamics? But now I'd like to take you into one part of this diagram that to me is the essential, most important part. It seems almost innocuous and simple, but it's that single drop of water in the middle of it all. And I'm going to explain why that metaphor or the literal use of a drop of water is the most important thing to me and to see if you want to experiment with what that feels like. This is all about increasing our capacity to grow through feeling. Let me just show you another image. This is one of the best images of water we could find. And the individualization of one drop of water that is ultimately connected to all the other drops of water. For me, water is divinely special for so many reasons. I won't go into all of the intrinsic science and metaphysics about water, but water is just, well, 
very, very cool. Water is the composite of actually three parts, H2, hydrogen, oxygen, combined in a three that materializes light because H, 2, and O are actually originally derivatives of a star that exploded. So H and O were originally parts of the solar light that emanated its original existence. So if you will, this drop of water, H2O, is a composite of exploded starlight. So to me, it is the materialization of light into matter. For me, hence, that's why it's in the physical function, and it's a three. It's a three different parts. So those three different parts, some unusual characteristics about water, it is one of the few things that can simultaneously exist as a solid, as a liquid, and as a gas or vapor. Very interesting qualities. Some other lesser known functions, and there are many that I won't go into, but some of the lesser known functions is that pure water does not freeze at any temperature. It only freezes if there's something inside of it to produce the crystallization. When it has different qualities of crystallization, then you get the infinite myriad of snowflakes and all of the interior composites that they have. It's all about what the water carries. Now, pure water does not conduct electricity. A lot of people think that water is the conductor of electricity. No, it's not. The only thing that conducts electricity is what's inside the water. So if the water is carrying anything, then it, it becomes an electrical conductor. Very much the same way that the spirit body conducts forces of creation, literally energy, into specific orientations inside the body to now create challenges and glands and organs and body symptoms, that the physical body is actually a reflection of the issues in the spirit body that is composed of the water function, but the spirit body is actually just a bridge from the soul into the physical body. Yes, I get it. That sounds like a lot. So let's just go back to the single drop of water for a moment, because I'm going to suggest that it's more than just a drop of water. It corresponds to a function within your own personal free will capacity that that single drop of water has to do with your own capacity to increase your own well-being, whether that's physical health, emotional health, mental health, spiritual progress. It all comes down to a single drop of water that corresponds to a desire to want to feel. 
So I'm suggesting that you can experience this within yourself just by experiencing and experimenting with how to use this image of water. Now, we can use our free will to imagine. We can use our free will to feel. We can use our free will to take this drop of water and infuse it with whatever we want. Because water has a unique capacity to remember the feelings that are being transmitted to it. So that water has long-term memory. So that's why it's useful to examine what is my motive? What is my intention? What's the purpose of doing this experiment? What am I expecting to get? Where is it going to take me? What will be the repercussions? Is there a logical way for you to comprehend that? Is there a logical way for you to experiment with the theory about how feelings progress? So let me show you uh, another picture. Here's what it looks like in the original picture. There was a drop of water that was intentionally placed at a particular angle to the axes of the body. Now, this angle is intended to be 23 degrees. And the reason for this 23 degree angle is the same reason that we have the North Star that's always in a fixed location. So 23 degrees is not just a particular location by a line, it's actually 23 degrees around your head. I know that's odd, but it's 23 degrees is the reason why that original posture is there. But we're suggesting that you experiment with the experience of a single drop of water coming to you through this line. And for me, the primary way that I've liked to do it is at 23 degrees is about where your eyebrow would be. So if I take this feeling and I want to bring it into my body where the long-term memory and the operation of free will accumulates the result of my choices. So in this process, we take that drop of water from outside in. Now, whatever that drop of water is, is really up to you. But I have some suggestions about what would probably give you ultimately the long-term ability to experience it. Now, I've done this many, many thousands of times, and I'm just at the very beginning of learning how this works. So I'm suggesting you can take this, bring it down to your heart level, like a nourishment for the lining of your heart. That would be, for me, that would be the lining would be the skin of the heart or the organ called the pericardium. It's not necessary to always know the physicality of it, but it does help. So what I feel this single drop of water as, and I'm suggesting that you just practice the consideration of it, that single drop of water would be the most significant 
thing that I could ever do. So for me, that begins with a sincere desire to feel. A sincere desire to feel more. A sincere desire to grow more. Later on, we can describe what grow is. We can describe also what sincerity is, by the way, because sincerity has multiple degrees of quality of sincerity. So later on, we can also say, wait, what we want this drop of water to remember is what is our intention for wanting to increase our capacity to grow? What is our intention? Intention is an important attribute of our capacity to use our free will. So the experience of being able to use my free will to intend to sincerely grow more in my own heart's capacity to feel. So if I'll just have a sincere desire to want to grow. Now you can also add to that anything you like that you want to do on your own, but I also like to suggest the sincere desire to feel every feeling inside my soul and relate that to an accumulation of the increasing desire to be me. You can define the me as anything you want, higher self, true self, over self, divine self, whatever you want it to be. You might consider yourself to be God, or you might consider yourself to be an all or a nothing or a something, but whatever that is, is your personal choice. I'm gonna to suggest to you that the useful parts that I found is a sincere desire to feel my unique soul and every feeling inside of my soul, no matter how it got there. Now that can also include those unique attributes of my soul that I have not even touched upon or have any idea that they even exist. But I can get there if I have a sincere desire to know every feeling inside my own soul. Now, there are some other ways to help you feel this. Let me give you another picture. Here is that single drop of water again. Now, I want to bring it here at some level because I also like the feeling of being able to hold it, to touch it, to imagine myself tasting it, using all of my senses relative to that single drop of water. The goal is to utilize the mind to make a choice within the range of free will to be able to experience, imbue this water with an intention, a feeling, a sincerity, and bring it to my own heart. Yes, I'm bringing it down and I'm bringing it in, and I'm wanting to feel it with all of my soul's senses. The first step in those senses is limited by the boundary of the mind. I know some people think the mind is everything, but it's not. It's limited to a specific spectrum. Part of that spectrum has to do with the senses, the five senses. 
But beyond the five senses, there are other senses. But inside the boundary of those five senses, we're given the opportunity to explore the results of our free will choices and then to examine the results of that or the consequences of that choice. That's what the physical body is really about. It's the infancy of learning how to use our feelings, our free will, our soul, and to experience the results of our play. Because really, as children, we're only learning how to play with the principles of feeling. So I'd like you to consider what it feels like to play with the water. I would urge you to re-examine the water that you drink and how it should sit in a container for a while before you drink it, and to do everything you can to appreciate the divine function of water. Water has many, many mysteries to it. It is the closest correspondence that I've found to the materialization of the soul into the body, seemingly that we are at least 70% water most of the time, or a little more in some cases, but those details are not that important for the moment. Let me give you another kind of experience with water. You ready? Ah, now we're getting closer. Mm, yes, this is really more what it feels like. The total immersion of myself inside the drop of water, inside the feeling, so that I can have a whole body experience with the feeling of the water around me. And I like to, at times, uh, use my senses, my imagination, drink the water, feel the water, go inside a bubble of water, and know that inside this bubble of water, I can intend to utilize my attention, my awareness, my motivation, my sense of purpose, my longing, anything I want to put there, I can put there. So I would like to consider that one of the things I would like to do with the water, which is the experience of feeling, is to be in harmony with the divine order of what's possible for me to do. Many things are possible. One of the things I'm suggesting is that if I dilate my capacity to feel, all that means is, I want to have a sincere desire to increase my own capacity to feel more. Why would I want to feel more when the world seems to be so treacherously difficult, cruel, disappointing, numbing, and so on? Why would I want to feel more? Well, for me, the intention to want to feel more is the experience to be able to experience the liberation that comes from a chosen aspiration or a responsibility to be responsible for the feelings I have. Now, I know that sounds like a lot, but the very first thing I want to do is to correctly use my new ability to dilate. Now, this new ability to dilate is simply the sincere desire to want to grow the sincere desire to want to be happy, to want to love, to know the truth. There's a whole series of adjectives and experiences that we can describe along the process of wanting to feel and grow. But I'm 
urging you to consider that perhaps the most significant alignment that I can do with my increased capacity to feel is make a single choice first. You have to experiment with it, see if it works for you. I'm suggesting that I orient all of my future feeling toward truth. I know that sounds a little odd, but I would like to have every incoming increase of feeling and every outbound experience of feeling oriented through the axes of truth that is along that axis of truth that goes into the future. And for me, the longest oriented diameter of the future would be some element of faith. So the truth about my own soul as it is facilitated by truth, faith operating through my desire for truth will now start to do something for me, which means if I have a sincere desire to grow, one of the first things I'm going to find is that there are boundaries around me which are similar to the diagrams of the spirit body. It has a series of layers. Later on, you discover that those series of vibrational layers or colors, yes, they all correspond to the chakra systems. They correspond to the birth order and the grandparents and the glands and organs and so on. But I will find that if I start to grow, I hit a breaker. I hit a boundary. And the boundary may be how I feel about myself as a child relative to my father. I may hit another boundary, how I feel about myself as a child relative to my mother. And you'll find, I'm sorry to tell you this, but you're not done with your mother and your father. And you won't be done for the rest of your life. You'll always be examining this mother-father orientation of polarities because they brought you the entire ancestral family tree and all of the metaphysical nuances of epigenetics, ancestral functions, religions, culture, race, gender, thousands of years of mitochondrial memory coming down to you, composited by the polarity of mother and father. So yes, you're going to find that every time you have a sincere desire to feel, you're going to hit a boundary. And that boundary is going to do everything possible to push you back inside. It has different vectors. By that, I mean some of them come from survival, from you know association to belonging, to sex, to money, to politics, to safety and all kinds, to religion, and so on and on and on. All of these vectors will be boundaries that you'll hit. Now, ideally, what we're showing you in the protocol is that you can attraction. That's going to deliver to you the exact feeling that you need, not I need in that moment, but what you need in that moment or what somebody else needs is all different. You'll need something else at a different time, but we all have to go through the same ones. But when you 
hit that boundary, that's called a trigger. Now that trigger will come in dozens, if not hundreds of different ways. Somebody might knock on the door, somebody might send you a text, somebody might yell at you, you might have a personal reaction. It's a trigger. Now in the moment of that trigger, if I'm willing to take the reaction through that arc, down into my heart to feel the water about this feeling. The sincere desire to take the moment of that trigger and do something that seems counterintuitive. Come on in. Thank you for this trigger. Because the law of attraction is delivering to you the law of love. So how is it the law of love that somebody's giving you, I mean, this person is, how is this the law of love? And you want to, no, you, no. Wait, I'm the only one that rejects, rejects triggers? Come on, you do it all the time, I do too. A trigger comes and you go, ah, oh, yes, oh yes, oh yes, I remember now. Um, Open, allow, receive, have gratitude, some degree of truth and faith. And oh yes, I'm supposed to want to I'm supposed to want to feel this. Have a sincere desire to want to feel it. I don't always do very well, by the way. That's a trigger, right? But that trigger is going to give me an emotional moment because my whole body or emotions moving. And one of those rings in the spirit body is now vibrating because it is vibrational. So now that vibration comes in. I'm going to take the water-like experience of remembering that single feeling is like a drop of water. I'm going to drink that water inside. Let it irrigate my own heart. Sounds easy? No, it's not. Because here comes another one, and here comes another one. There might be two people, three people. You might be in a crowd. You might be at a church. You might be at work. And here comes another one. Here comes another one. Here comes another one. And they'll buy it. Well, yes, there came another one and another one. And I'm, how am I supposed to be irrigating my heart because I'm dealing with now this law of attraction? Water. Drink a glass of water. Take a breath. Feel the sincere desire to want to feel the truth about this feeling. And every feeling like this on that rung of the ladder or that circle around me, every single feeling, I want to feel every feeling known or unknown to me, regardless of how it got here, I want to feel it. I especially want to feel all those feelings that I've been denying for my entire life. And I deny it by hundreds of different ways of facade manifestation, meaning I'm doing a hundred different things biochemically, vibrationally, posturally to deny and now I'm going to take that feeling inside and feel. Now, I'm sorry, but no, we don't want to, quote, release it. Oh, feel it, get rid of it. 
No, um, no, 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 no. It's going to be associated with a frozen memory inside me that came from, well, three primary places. Ancestral, which just for now, I'll, I'll, I'll do that inclu inclusive of country and, and so on and race and globe and all the, that's one, ancestral, we'll call it that. The other one is parental. The, whatever the parents were going through as a child would freeze a memory inside of me where I'm frozen. The childhood memory frozen inside of the pericardium like a grain of sand. There is a grain of sand of a frozen memory that I want to now choose to feel that frozen part. But frozen inside of that part is energy. Now, my maturity level is frozen in one aspect of me at the maturity level there. So if I want to feel the sincerity of it, I want to liberate the energy. Now, that energy does not have any malice or intent. But in the process of that, I can use that to increase my will my health, my integrity, my desire to love truth more, and on and on to whatever degree that you want, I'm saying the energy you're trying to access is frozen, but you can liberate it for the purpose of reorienting its function back to its original design so that you can accelerate your own personal well-being, your own health, whatever you want to call it, your firmness, your integrity, your moral ethics, whatever it was, it has a rightful place to be. Phew. All of that out of a drop of water. And did I mention, here comes another law of attraction event. So pretty soon you're like, okay, here's one, here's one, and here's one, and there's another one. Why? This, boy, this gets kind of exhausting. Just remember, you set it in motion when you had a sincere desire to want to feel more. Why would you want to feel more? Well, I'm suggesting to you, it's the one thing that you will be doing forever. What do I mean by that? I'm saying, yes, when you leave here, you take your spirit body, you take your memories with you, and eventually the only way that you're going to be able to do the wonderful things we all wanna do, fly around the universe or go to heaven or see the, the, the left eye of God or whatever you want to do, it's up to you, that the only way to do that is to have a long-term capacity to increase your feeling. Because the increase of feeling gives you the opportunity to have a soul-based experience of the truth that you were longing for. So the sincere desire to know the truth about one law of attraction event becomes converted into a soul-based emotional experience of the truth about that one feeling. When it becomes a soul-based emotional experience, it is held within the one girl or the long-term memory of the soul permanently. The memory that has a charge, the 
memory stays. You'll always have a memory of the event, but the charge is now liberated to increase your own will or the reality of you becoming your authentic true soul as it was originally intended to be. Whew. I'm saying that the one thing that you'll be doing forever is feeling more and growing more and experiencing more and growing in wisdom. Wisdom is a soul-based emotional experience. All set in motion by a single drop of water. That water is a singular desire for you to feel with your own heart. So one last image and then we'll let you go from here. But yes, I could probably go on and on, but I won't. I'll just give you one more image. Yes, yes, I know you have to be slightly odd to really enjoy this image or not enjoy this image. You can see it, how it has this wonderfully perfect rhythmic spiral. This is a graphic representation of the Fibonacci sequence. And I'm saying that a single drop of water, a single feeling that you feel, it has the capacity to grow larger over time. This is not going to be a presentation about a single drop of water at a specific time of the day that's linked into a continuous desire to want to grow. Could you imagine having a singular desire to want to feel every hour of the day intentionally linked with the spiral nature of the increase of time? This is the nature of what this is part of in the graphic. The original graphic is this line and this feeling, well, I'm pretty excited about where this one leads. Cycles and seasons, winter, spring, summer, autumn, and that pattern of time, equinox, solstice, how all of that leads into the different qualities of feeling. So I, I hope this gives you just a different view about the nature of water and the opportunity to feel that clean with that, grow with that, the root systems of the heart are fed by your capacity to feel. Later on, we'll talk about rhythmic experiences of the law of attraction versus continuous experiences of the law of attraction, and there's two different kinds. We'll talk about what that means relative to the spontaneity of the law of attraction versus long-term chronic belief systems that you hold inside of you that are constantly interfering in your body chemistry, your health, and your well-being. And there are two of them that come like this. And, well, we'll get there. I hope this helps you get this sense of water. Next time you go get a drink of water, you might just remember where we've been. I hope this helps. Talk to you soon.